0: The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here.
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome. I don't, I don't want to say it, but it kind of fits. But this is a gimmicky episode of radioactive metal. This is episode 692. Holy shit! And I'm Snowy White,
0: and this is Aaron. And dear listeners, True Cult Coffee, T R V E K V L T Coffee dot com. You need to go out there now. Get on the mailing list. If you haven't, if you've been sleeping on it, you're going to be disappointed because they have a collaboration with Midnight, Two Minutes to Midnight, When the Clock Strikes Midnight, Every Other like Lyrical Thing I Can Think About Midnight. Um, Midnight, the band Midnight, they have a collaboration, True Call Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com, tons of other great roasts, but these are metal people that like coffee. This isn't coffee people that think, huh, how do we put something dark and scary on our coffee brand so it'll be attractive to alternative lifestyle people? No, these are people that are the alternative lifestyle people. Oh, definitely, yeah. That are like, huh, how do we make great fucking coffee for other metalheads? And that's what they do. So go out today, subscribe. When you subscribe, not only will you get coffee every month and not run out, but you'll get two great bands. Like, it's not just coffee. You get coffee, you get music. It is really the hot fiery drink for your lifestyle right it's hotter than a church in norway Mm -hmm. it really is so true cut coffee pre-order midnight pre-orders were going fast um i believe you're getting close to selling out so do not sleep or you will miss out
2: Mm -hmm. i am i'm really excited about this because as you know big midnight fan we've had we've had Athenar on the show every time there's a new record or every time the band sneezes, we're right there to play a song for them. This was that big thing, as you may recall last episode when I said Coffee Bean Occulta has something really cool in the works, but I had to shh, shh, sh- sh, you know? Like, <sighs> like, yeah, <laughs> like we have to all the time. We, 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 <laughs> We have we always have people in the record industry contacting us saying, hey, Snowy, hey, Aaron, um, this is this is what we've got going on, but shh, don't don't tell anyone. It's like, well, why are you telling me now? Why don't you wait a couple more weeks and then tell me so then because you're just gonna have me bursting at the seams all for all this time. But hey, hey, it's 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 that sort of passion, that sort of excitement that we always and that we enjoy having and we always bring to the table here at Radioactive Metal. So I am stoked. I am stoked. For sure. For sure. This this is this is huge. And of course, these collaborations are amazing. You know, they've already done one with Incantation and with Master. And even though I finished the coffee, Mrs Mrs. Snowy and I, we kept the cool packaging. With the logo and the artwork and all that, because it's it's all part and parcel, literally and figuratively.
0: It really is. And that's the thing is, like, a good package goes a long way to make a good product stand out further. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it can also help really crappy product. You'll, you'll buy a crappy product at least once if it's super cool looking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think we've all been there when we bought kind of like a dud a dud record from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Just because the cover looked Because the cover looked, looked awesome. Looked cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we got it home and it's like, uh, th- this is good, but it's not nearly as good as I had it build up in my head all the way home. And I didn't know have a clue to what it sounded like until the needle hit the till the, till the needle hit the vinyl yeah 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 speaking of which before yep. we get on with um with the grunt here with the show with tonight's mandatory metal segment for True Cobalt Coffee as we speak it is friday the 11th tomorrow here in Winnipeg Ninja Cat Productions begins their first show of 2022 with the prog death metal band obscura coming through tomorrow tomorrow night so it's back for me personally and for the good folks at ninja cat i want to say hello and horns up to them we're back doing our rock and roll duty right after tonight i'm gonna rest up as best i can and then i gotta get and then i gotta get at it when the band the bands start to show up on there to uh, to greet them and help bring the equipment in. Yeah. You've got to and get back,
0: that. Ninja Cat.
2: <laughs> That's right. I'm using that tomorrow. Thank I you. I can't
0: believe we haven't said it before. Because every time you've right. been saying Ninja Cat, I think, get back, Ninja Cat. <laughs> oh, those days and my redneck ways.
2: And, and earlier today it was announced So speaking of things, stuff being told us And we have to sit on it Yeah Happy this Father's Day to me June 19th, Ninja Cat is bringing DRI to Winnipeg <gasps> No! Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we had to sit on it for for a little while, but they made the official announcement today. So that means that we we, we, we can announce it here. They're basically doing their 40th anniversary.
0: I didn't know they were touring at all.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. They're crossing Canada. With uh, good friends of the show, the Glow Abortions.
0: Oh no so, way! Okay, yeah, yeah, they've been on the show a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good to see Murray again and uh, just hang out, have a really good time. I got no problem drinking DRI's beer like I did last time they came through town. I'll do it again this this year if they so choose, and it's going to be a good time. And like I said, it lands on Father's Day up here i don't know is june 19th is that father's day in the u.s
0: i think so it's sometime in june
2: Oh, okay okay so that's what we're gonna be doing so yeah mrs snowy who likes dri as it is like she's been a fan like ever since we started dating and all that she's gonna be at the show with me um and little snowy who is not so little anymore she's going to be 30 in a couple weeks Uh, okay i was just speaking to her yesterday and i said okay this is what's happening on father's day now i don't expect you to sit through four hours of hardcore music or anything but if you can at least come down and say hi to all my friends and you know then afterwards we'll go have dinner and all that before the before the show starts i think that would be really cool so i'm getting excited already getting excited already like we said at the top of the hop we are super excited super stoked for the collaboration That True Cavalt Coffee is doing with The Mighty Midnight. So, in our mandatory metal segment, although Midnight, okay, they're on tour now. They're touring their new new record available on Metal Blade. I thought, you know what? Let's kind of do a deep dive into the back catalogue from their satanic royalty record for True Cavalt Coffee in our mandatory metal segment. This is the Mighty Midnight with You Can't Stop Steal.
1: Very busy this week. Here's our metal fix.
2: Okay, dude, it is Friday night, so that means I got the Lemmys going here in the Motorhead mug. Uh, What's going on?
0: All right, well, first up, uh, since it's the 40th anniversary tour, I went out and checked on uh, the break there on the song, and they will be here in Charleston in September.
2: Ooh.
0: So um, I'm going to start making my plans. I, uh, I need to see uh, that. Um, the last time I saw DRI would have been... Oh, it was somewhere in the winter. It would have been like a January time frame. I don't know if it was 2000 or 2001. Um, but I opened for them.
2: Ah, okay. You never told me that before. I can't believe
0: we haven't had that that conversation. But yeah, I've actually opened for DRI, and I was thrilled because, like, guess obviously, so. like I I love DRI, and I can't even remember how how we got that show. And um, <laughs> it was it was a horrible show because like the weather was awful. Nobody was coming out. And, I mean, when I say the weather was awful, I mean it was bad for Pittsburgh. Like it was because we're it's always shitty weather in Pittsburgh, but. It was bad right. enough for people to like, okay, no, I'm actually going to stay home. And I'm like, the fuck we are. We're going. We're <laughs> playing that. We're not, no, we're not missing this. So, you mm-hmm. know, it was not packed by any means, but huh, it was a great night. It's a great night. So that's, yeah. So I'm excited now. And um, I need to go see them. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, because I haven't seen them in easily 20 years, you know? So.
2: Mm-hmm. And the great thing about DRI is last time, they were in town here was just just a couple just i think just before the um the fit hit the shan and all that and kurt the singer himself was he was doing his own merch booth
0: oh yeah he was doing that 20 years ago
2: okay yeah yeah and we had a great time chatting and all that and uh, they didn't get back to me in time for me to be prepared to press press record and i was thinking uh you know what we probably just i probably just should have did something on the fly while he was setting up and yeah. all that you know because he's a he's a super chill guy and we shared you know we shared shared war stories and all that and we just had a we just had a fantastic time and i look forward to it again so yeah september dude I wish yeah. I could uh, get down to Charles Charleston with you for well,
0: that. I was thinking the same thing about Winnipeg, man. I'm like, oh man, it'd be nice to be able to like see a show like that together. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm excited. This that's coming. So, um, I need to say a happy birthday to um, a show alum, Suzanne DeCree of mm-hmm. De Gregorio. Today is her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um and you know um we don't know how old she is because mostly yeah. um cuz we think she's a space <laughs> alien and you know we don't, we don't even understand how they age or come into being so that's a whole different story for another day but yeah happy birthday Suzanne All right have you heard of a band called Oklahoma grown
2: Oklahoma grown no but I got a Fairly good idea. That's weed eater territory, Bongzilla territory, right? So,
0: yes. Like, it's uh, – the, the album was called Big Oaky Doom. I think it was like a four-song EP,
2: right? <laughs> okay.
0: Um. So, it was groovy and it was doomy. But think of Clutch meets Primus on the Brown album.
2: Ah, like, okay. Do you know
0: the Brown Mountain, the one with Shake Hands with Beef?
2: Um – no, no, I the, the the Primus is like I I had the first two records.
0: Okay, so the Brown album is essentially Primus's um, uh, poke at stoner rock, is what I would call it.
2: Oh, ah, okay. You know, okay. like
0: like if ever there is a stoner Primus album, that's the closest we're gonna get, right? Like to them mm-hmm. doing like a doom record. Um, so yeah, so so that's kind of what it reminded me of because there's a clutch vibe, but they covered Radiohead's Creep. And that's how it came in to like my like my playlist or whatever was going on. I'm like, whoa, who's this doing Creep? And then I saw Oklahoma Ground. I'm like, oh, I need to follow this backward. <laughs> and um, it did not disappoint, man. It did right not on. disappoint. All right. So new music that's out today as of the 11th. And I was thinking I need to get better at trying to get stuff that comes out that's going to be out when we when, when this drops. But, um, new ghost album was out today. I talked about the single a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. and today the new album dropped. I'm looking for the name here. Um, Impera was the new ghost, and it was pretty good. Like, obviously the single's on it. Um, but you know, going back to last week with our is it metal, like, I it just doesn't feel like metal, it's like a good 70s rock. It's really scary, it's very theater rock. You know?
2: Ah, I'm gonna have to, give it, listen. Gonna uh, have to yeah. give
0: it a listen. I I dug it. Like I really hadn't checked them out until recently. I'm like, oh, this is good stuff. Um Wolves at the Gate has a new record out called Eulogies. Oh, okay. That's a weird record. There are times where it's like the most brutal metal, and then there's times where I'm like, Is this like a pop punk song? <laughs>
2: okay. Like,
0: it's it it's a very, very interesting eclectic mix right there's left turns all over that record um Mm -hmm. and then the last one i listened to today and where have they been all my life but the band uh warfare and the record's called doomsday and this is just like old school hardcore and and punk and it was a blast
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw that you had posted it somewhere. Oh on yeah, I sent the, it
0: to on... our group chat. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay, okay. I was thinking the, the the social medias, and I was like, okay, I don't think this is the warfare that I knew from that like, you know that did the pure filth and the 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 metal anarchy albums that we've we've played on the show. I think this is like a total different because I don't remember. Warfare ever doing a record called Doomsday.
0: Well, Doomsday just dropped today. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then um, Declaration yeah. was their other album. And so, yeah, it's they, this is only their sec- second album. Oh,
2: okay. So it's got to be a war-
0: new Warfare.
2: Yeah, my Warfare, their heyday was the 80s. Yeah. yeah. This, is, yeah.
0: this is like um, somebody else who didn't Google Warfare before they named their <laughs> band.
2: Apparently not. It's you like know.
0: That. But um, it's man, some good
2: stuff. Like I'm really gonna really check that stuff. out too. Yeah.
0: All right. Have you heard about Amazon Amp?
2: Amazon Amp? No, I have not.
0: All right. So essentially, Amazon is starting their own streaming radio app. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's interesting. You know, um, I I like I don't know much about it yet. I it's only in beta, and you could if you download the app, you can get on the uh, waiting list for beta users. And I actually got a code today, so um, I just set it up. I haven't played with it yet, but if um, if I can, I think you and I will talk about curating a show here because it's basically user generated radio shows. You know. Okay. So, I, I think uh, we should curate a radioactive metal style show um, and see what we can do there. Okay. Yeah. So, I think that'll be fun. And then, last but not least,
2: Da-da-da-da.
0: the Munsters movie. So you remember when it was first announced and they were talking right. about like an R rating and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, I do not need to see Lily Monster's tits. Like,
2: Yeah, I don't want this to be. Yeah. Well, no, no. if his wife is playing Lily, which I'm pretty sure she is, the most, you know, they're going to expose is her derriere because he's got this bizarre fixation of showing his wife's ass to everyone.
0: It's I mean, weird. if he's a, if he's proud of it, like, go I guess for
2: it. Right, yeah. you know, Good, yeah. yeah.
0: You know that that's his, that's his thing, but um, it's in, it's official, it's PG.
2: Okay, well that's good.
0: I'm excited. It's a family yeah. film. It's something I could take my kids to. Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I want I, that's the the monsters movie that I want. So
2: yeah, like like yeah. the Adams family and not the Fireflies. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know. Now check this out. Guess who uh, will be in this movie playing a real estate agent?
2: Oh, you know what I heard? I heard today. uh, It's left my head. It's left my head.
0: The one, the only Cassandra Peters.
2: Okay. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And of course, if anyone, you know, isn't familiar with the name Cassandra Peterson. Well, the Elvira. Yeah. El- Elvira. So Mistress of the dark. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, She of the big life size poster on my room when I was a teenager. Let's put it that way. So, oh, yeah, I'm definitely. And by
0: teenager, to this now. you mean the um, 40, 42nd anniversary of being 18 or whatever? Or, <laughs> or I guess what? No, 32nd anniversary? I can't do math. <laughs>
2: hey let's let's go with that, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah like, like yeah. somebody Chuck Norris posted he's like, people are saying i'm eighty two he's like, I'm fifty with thirty two years experience
2: there we go I'm, I like that, yeah,
0: yeah, I thought that was pretty darn funny,
2: <laughs> right on, right on, yeah, so already, like I was looking forward to this regardless, but now now, Elvira, yeah. I'm there, I am there.
0: Yeah, I, I've been following um, Zombie's Instagram and he's always posting things and that's when I officially came out. I'm like, oh, good, because I really want to take my kids to see this.
2: Right. And, right. And like, it's... I don't know if
0: you've seen any of the um, the cast or any of that sort of stuff, but it just looks phenomenal.
2: Well, right on. Right on. Right on. Zombie's always been good for, for in his films, finding the... Um... I, I don't want to say be actors or anything, but those, those actors that you know an a an eighties actor that that had that killer role that um, people might have forgotten over the years, like uh, what's what's her name from E.T. and Oh, uh, How- Drew Barrymore. Movie. No, no, the mother.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Like oh, geez, uh, what's well, what's her name? I can't now? think of her
0: name.
1: But I know she her she, name she, was she was
2: also in the Howling and all that. Like he's brought, he's brought her into his movies. Brian Posehn and now Cassandra Peterson. He's just he's just good for getting these type of Cult
0: maybe, classic cult
2: cult cult actors and yeah. actresses kind of off 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 the wall talents you know not the ones that you would suspect you know that that the they would get um and,
0: D Wallace
2: D Wallace right now I really feel yeah. like an, um, yeah Well,
0: and I mean Cujo, the howling ET critters um that's some serious horror movie cred right there so well, not E.T., but you guys, you know, you get the gist.
2: Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm definitely looking forward to this. We're going to. Like, I have this. Okay. When new movies are released, it's like, okay, is this a theater movie? Can this wait till DVD? Can this wait till Netflix and all that? I think this Monsters is definitely going to be a theater movie.
0: I, I want to see it in a the theater for sure. Right I, I really do. I want to experience it that way. So,
2: yeah. Why not? Excellent, excellent.
0: Yeah, I'm excited.
2: Right on. Is What else you got? That's
0: it, man. That's it. Uh, Let's hear hey. what you got going on.
2: Well, speaking of uh, going to the movies and seeing things in the theater, before I get into my metal f- fix, just last night, um, the snowy brood, the four of us, we hit the theater to see the Batman Batman, yeah yeah <laughs> oh no 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 this is not that batman okay like i want to say expressions like not your dad's batman but the dad that's us now you know it <laughs> is and this is definitely not our our batman if you're if you're joe and jane average okay and you just want to go and see a Batman movie and all that. Okay. This is not Adam West. This is not uh, Michael Keaton.
0: George okay. Clooney.
2: This is not George Clooney. Yes. This Batman is a whole new ball game. It's a lot darker. And I'm not going to go into details. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. But it's a lot darker. And it is a very stripped down Batman shall shall we say and um okay if if you're just if you're only familiar with the batman of the movies you might find this a little disappointing if you are a regular reader of modern day batman titles the comic books like you're really gonna sink your chaws into this for sure for sure because that's i get the feeling that's where they're kind of focusing on that sort of vibe that 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 sort of Batman and if you're worried about oh you know it's got the Twilight guy that 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 pretty boy props total props to Pattinson because
0: he's playing Batman
2: you, yeah he's, oh,
0: I didn't know that yeah
2: Robert Pattinson is Bruce Wayne and when he's in the middle of the whole thing, and you just you're engrossed in the story, you forget that that's the pretty boy from Twilight.
0: Oh, that's awesome!
2: And hey, that's he was, was
0: also sad. Cedric Diggory. So, yeah, give he me one. He was
2: too. That's right. <laughs> that's right. For sure. For sure. Just to get really geeky. So, I would definitely recommend seeing um, this in the theater. But don't make any other plans. It is a good three hours.
0: Yeah, that's what I keep hearing.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't, it it doesn't like you've heard of other movies where it's like, oh, this movie was three hours, but it didn't seem that way. It kind of tore through and all that. Not so much with this one because it is kind of a slow burn. Okay, and it, but it does seem like they got through the three hours in maybe two and a quarter hours. And all that, which it really isn't that that, that much in the in, in the bigger picture. But every little bit helps. So, yeah, it's definitely well recommended. And the music to it, since this is a music show and all that, the main themes, and it's just like basically that's stripped down as well, where it's just basically this a booming piano. Oh, wow. And it's really, really, really powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like... Batman and Superman are the only really successful movies DC seems to be able to make.
2: Uh well no because Wonder Woman now the first one has,
0: but the, yeah, the yeah, second the, one was the second a stinker. One,
2: yeah, yeah, it did, it didn't do as well, but mm, you know. Still like like one, Wonder Woman and uh, and Aquaman now, those those are the movies that have really caught everyone's attention
0: well, there's a and second aquaman coming right
2: there is yeah later uh, on this year and look look for the black adam with the rock there yeah. the D- Dwayne johnson i'm thinking that's that's not only going to be a great film but that's that's going to put butts in seats
0: yeah but like ever since the green lantern i, I just feel like
2: yeah but like that, it's that, a 50 that, 50
0: shot yeah, like that, the first right, was, wonder woman was great i'm like okay this is good but at the same time, it just felt like Captain America reversed. You know, like like right. where instead of the, the guy being the superhero, the girls superheroes, almost the same storyline set in World War II, you know, all that kind of stuff.
2: Uh, I I never saw that, but okay.
0: All right, yeah, that's it's
2: not like it's not like Marvel hasn't ripped off DC before. Well, they all rip each other off, and that's fine. (laughs) But, I mean,
0: sometimes it just gets a little too close. But, Uh, like, the Aquaman movie I loved. mm -hmm, And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I really need the next one to be good, too. Like, I really do.
2: Well, we're definitely going to find out. DC has, this is the first of four movies DC has on the docket for this year, so. Looking forward to that on the way, okay, now I'm pretty sure uh, the the us doesn't have Salisbury House restaurants. That's not a thing in in the us um, but here here in Manitoba particularly uh, the oh shit, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I just lost the connection. There we are. Okay. You're back? Yes. I've been here the whole time. Okay, okay. Up here in Manitoba, the Salisbury House restaurants are kind of like an institution all themselves. Okay, and here in Winnipeg, okay, it's closely connected to the legendary Burton Cummings, he of the Guess Who, in his own solo career, and all that. On the way... To the movie, we decide let's go. Let's stop off at this Salisbury House. On that's that's nearby. The future. It's like yeah, okay. I haven't been there in a while. They 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 make some good stuff and all that. We walk into this location, and my eyes lit up because right there, as you walk in, there is this little. There was this little. It, it's almost like a little mini museum of that basically focuses on Manitoba music.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah.
2: They, they had like, it's all in, it's all encased in, in glass and they had ju- ju- old juke juke old jukeboxes and old guitars with Winnipeg Jets logos on it. Various pictures of, of uh, BTO, Randy Bachman and Burton Cummings and, it's just this little this little museum in the corner of the restaurant. Ah, I couldn't help but take my phone out and take some pictures. I'll try to get it up on our uh, Facebook and, and Instagram. It's something, dude, as a musician, this is something that I think you would really dig.
0: Oh, yeah. That's the kind of stuff I love. That.
2: Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. After we had finished dinner and the young waitress, the year, young lady, and I'm kind of a wise guy. okay? I'm no. Yeah, you? Yeah, no. It's true. It's true. <laughs> for sure. For sure. She comes up to our table. How is everything? Is there anything else you know, that I could get you and all that? I say to the young lady, yes, yeah, Burton Cummings going to be in tonight. Okay, because he has been known to frequent Salisbury houses, his pictures on the wall in this museum and all that. The look on this young girl's face, she just like stopped dead and just her eyes widened, and I could just tell like she had this look of terror on her face underneath the mask (laughs) and all that. And she's saying to herself, how do I answer this? <laughs> That's pretty because, funny, because it's it's not outside the realm of possibility. So she's like, uh, "I never heard anything. I don't <laughs> really. I don't really know. I just know he's this guy on the wall over there that we have." And Mrs. Snowy just went. Just ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't take him anywhere. Just just, just ignore him. And she just had this sigh of relief in her, in her eyes. Like, okay, he's just messing me. See, I, I'm a firm believer in being the highlight of anyone's day.
0: Oh, you're the highlight.
2: And that, I'll bet you anything, that, that young lady has... That story for the rest of her life, or at least for the the west, the rest of her waitressing career.
0: She's like, you're not gonna believe the lunatic I talked to tonight. <laughs> that's right,
2: that's right, that's right. While I was hitting the uh, record shops last weekend, which I picked up some really sweet record, I finally found um, a DVD copy. Of the Finnish heavy metal movie "Heavy Trip," never heard of it. You never heard of it, okay? Well, it's basically like I said; it's about three, four years old now, um, and it's a Finnish comedy. Okay, if you can't handle subtitles, I wouldn't bother with this. But hey, I'm I'm all down. I'm down for stuff like that. It's this comedy of this of this unsigned brutal death 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 metal band who who's they're they're basically a garage band they've never written a song they've never played a gig and they just they live in this small village where basically they're the only metalheads in the whole in the whole town through a series of accidents and a comedy of errors they found themselves on the bill of a music festival in norway (laughs) now and now the the whole story after, after that goes down is them trying to get to this to this festival and this all the shenanigans and skullduggery and chicanery that all goes on with it while the band impaled rectum is Ouch. waking their destiny <laughs> yes yes and it was funny i That's actually laughed out loud more than once over it just 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 some of the humor if you you know you like like you said before you you, you have to be able to laugh at yourself you know before you can laugh at any at and at anyone else and yeah it kind of pokes fun at at itself without it being like this this is a movie that you could show your non believer friends without making metalheads look look incredibly bad which i feel sometimes you know the movies end up and end up doing that. Not, not so with heavy trip definitely comes well, well recommended.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, like, even if you think about we summon the darkness that still played up the, um, you know, dumb metal fan, uh, stereotype pretty well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, okay. I don't want to get into it. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Another,
0: another time
2: another time yeah yeah while i was grabbing that dvd copy i made my way to the other record shops and i did pretty 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 good here with the records i finally completed my uh possessed old school 80s possessed uh vinyl collection i found a uh when Century Media a couple years back re-released their the the Eyes of Horror EP on on vinyl, and this time around, this was this this was a really neat release because all the songs are all all on side A, and side B are etches of the logos. Oh and, wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's, it's a one sided vinyl and it was like the last it was the last EP of the last recording i believe of possessed 80s heyday wow and of course they've now they've now reunited and they have a cool new record a couple of years back and they're touring again had the good fortune of seeing them at the Quebec death fest and all and all that so yeah yeah that was really cool i found some uh cool Seven inch singles, um, the legendary uh, hardcore punk band Government Issue, their nineteen eighty three EP, "Make an Effort," and a little, a little for the youngins, you know, for the, for the younger hardcore fan, the uh, mindset seven incher, "Real Power." I found those at a really cool price. Okay while i was buying my records which i'm going to get to a couple more in a second but before i forget i found a couple of really cool magazines in this in the second hand shop some cool music magazines from 1975. An old issue of Hit of Hit, Hit Parader with Bad Company on the cover.
0: Wow!
2: Yeah, yeah, I was really stoked when I saw that. And a and I didn't even know this magazine existed. It was a Canadian. Um, when I say music magazine, it's more about gear and about stereos. Okay. And all that it was called Sound Canada. And on the cover, though, there was a cover story of Deep Purple.
0: Oh, nice.
2: This was from 1975. So it's like, okay, I'm going to grab these. And they were in the buy one, get one free section.
0: Rock on. Okay.
2: And one of them, they were both $4. So I took them up to the counter of the, of the shop. And I said, okay, well, let's go with these. I'm holding you to these prices. You said it. $4 for both of them, because honestly, I think I'm ripping you off with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with that. Okay, because we got these cool magazines for only 4 bucks combined. Sold. Okay. I get to the car. I open the sound magazine, and I discover just the coolest thing. And I got them right here in my hands. Yeah. Old newspaper clippings. No way. M- Music-related n- newspaper clippings. A picture, and it's from a newspaper, I guess, sometime in the 70s, okay? One of the headlines is here, Rolling Stones Jagger g- gathers himself another bride. Okay. Another piece of paper, another newspaper here. Fogarty quits Credence for an abstract of reasons. And on the flip side, and when you turn that article over on this newspaper clipping, Bachman on TV special tonight, like as in Randy Bachman, wow. BTO, okay. what someone had did is they were going through their newspapers, they clipped these, because they're big music fans, they clipped these newspaper articles Put them in this magazine, and forgot about them. And then fast forward years later, decades later, they end up in Snowy's hands.
0: Dude, that's so cool.
2: That is just fucking amazing. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, it's so cool.
2: <laughs> I was just, oh, I just stood there, just staring at these clippings. It's like, wow.
0: Well, and it's so funny because I was just thinking the other day about remember when the only way to know what was coming to town was to buy the newspaper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you'd buy, at least the Sunday paper had most of the stuff. But I mean, you get the paper every day, you check for the concert ads, and, you know, what's coming to town, and you'd know the the specific issue to get, or whatever, what time, it's going to list all the concerts for like a week, or however they were doing at that, you know, at that point. Just... I, and I feel like I was better informed than, than today, where there's like 37 different ways to do it, but nobody ever has the same information. Like, you, there's no single source anymore.
2: Right. You know? Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. E- even with the when the internet was fully in swing and all that, okay, I was not very internet savvy and all that so i was still going to music newspapers and all that just to find out when the next big show was 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 happening you know because we would have these weekly publications in the record stores and you know in the music stores and all that and i would grab one and flip it flip flip through it and oh next week tickets for band x go on sale and this really wasn't that long ago when i was doing this you know The in in the big picture. So yeah, that's that's us on, that's us telling the kids to get off our lawn. I guess that's
0: right, yelling at a cloud.
2: You know? <laughs> well, yelling at the cloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of classic awesome music, I'd already been. I've talked about these on the show when we got the promotionals. We aired it. We've been super stoked, but if. Finally, they were finally released. I made my way down to our good buddy Brad at Iron Ear Control because he brought in copies of the live in 1985 Slaughter and Sacrifice albums. Nice. And uh, yes, yes, as soon as they were in, Brad got a hold of me. Come and get your records. Oh, this is fantastic stuff. This is absolutely fantastic stuff. I'm not going to play it because I would like to get because I've already played both the records. You know, already because I would like to get someone from Slaughter and Sacrifice on soon just to talk about these amazing records and they really are absolutely fantastic. They're they're an amazing they're they're a time capsule, you know, from a moment in musical history in 1985 these live albums were recorded you know from some fan in the audience you know with a uh with a walkman you know like the old tape trading yeah you know that's what that's what we did back then we 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 traded live tapes and all that of, of songs that that we went to and these records are those that spirit, those shows pressed right right from the guy's Walkman right onto vinyl and it's 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 absolutely fantastic. So yeah, yeah, well, hopefully we'll do something a little more with that. but before we do that, let's get into some tunes or some cool records that came across my desk this week. Um, a, a more international, band but most of spill your guts hailed from Canada A really cool hardcore band that have now relocated to Shanghai oh wow to make their their base of operations yes yes their new record the wrath it takes will be available on the 25th and the 1st. Single has already been um, out and about on the interwebs doing do, doing the rounds, and it's really really cool modern hardcore. We'll get into some of that. Another really cool record across my desk is a, a relatively new band, courtesy of Horror Pain Gore Death Productions. Just a simple band with the name of Bright and their record is self-titled, and it's basically a nice mix. If you're into the old-school destruction, maybe some Sodom, that type of 80s thrash, mixed in with some more modern black and roll, like Midnight, like Sabbath, you're really going to love Fright. So we'll get into some of that. But before we do that, this record i want to drop a track from right away um last year we lost one eric wagner he of trouble fame you know who was huge huge influence in amongst the um 80s doom scene and not not just the doom scene but just they found their niche amongst the underground thrash and speed metal. We called it and all that they kind of had their uh, they 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 kind of had their forks in various different cauldrons and they've just trouble has gone on to just become one of the more influential bands of that era. Well, unfortunately, as you may recall last year, we lost vocalist and songwriter Eric Wagner. Before he passed away, he did kind of leave his legacy record. It was recorded, but it was unreleased, and it has finally made the light of day today, as you're hearing this show the first time. His debut solo record, In the Lonely Light of Morning." should be available now and it's just kind of exactly what you might think because he definitely had that underground doom sound and you will see a lot of this but he didn't mind kind of experimenting and kind of getting away from that trouble sound while still retaining it if you know what i mean if that if that makes any sense to you yep Okay, so it's definitely a record that I know you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to want to listen to and will enjoy. It kind of gave me, when I was listening to it, you're familiar with Johnny Cash's last record. Yeah. Yeah, they're all covers, including the Nine Inch Nails Hurt and all that. and A lot of people consider that record... To be he was writing his own epitaph. He was writing his own he was writing his own eulogy. You know, he was just talking about the fact that he knew he was kind of on his way out. Well, with this record with song titles like Rest in Place, the title track, and Walk with Me to the Sun, I kind of got those same vibes. You know. Yeah. When 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 listening to this record so yeah this is mr wagner's last recording and he definitely went out in style so we are going to once again pay tribute to mr wagner with the first single from in the lonely light of a morning available now this is eric wagner with maybe tomorrow the aforementioned Fright from their self-titled record. Available now from Horror Pain Gore Death Productions that was Imprisoned Minds. God only knows we've known a lot of those over the years. And before that Spill Your Guts. Great stuff. Great stuff. That first single from that amazing new record The Wrath It Takes that is lift the curse and just to get a fully good grip on what this band is all about and what they're kind of going through living in shanghai and all that and what this song represents i'm going to get everyone as soon as they're done listening to this go on to the youtubes find the lift the curse video and give it a gander it's uh it's some really cool stuff it's some really cool stuff for sure
0: All right, so I need to point something out here. Uh Uh-oh. You know how you were talking about seeing Batman and, you know, Robert Pattinson was in Twilight? Mm -hmm. Um, I I just came across a meme. It says, Robert Pattinson, worst vampire ever. Took 14 years to become a bat.
2: To become a bat, yes. I thought that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, and not to you know really pound this in, but uh, yeah, we like like I said, I believe I said that when you when you're watching it, and you just don't know, okay, that that is the Twilight guy. It was the same thing as um, Kristen Stewart. Of course, she will always be plagued for being. What's her face in the in the Twilight movies and all that? Okay, when she played Joan Jet though in the Runaways movie, like you, it leaves your head that that's the Twilight girl.
0: Yeah, she does a great job as Joan Jet.
2: Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I want everyone, you know, if you're if you're gonna take in the Batman, just. Go in with 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 an open mind, kind of try to forget, you know, everything that you already know or any preconceived ideas about this, because you will, you will, you'll be pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah, and yeah. she was smart, uh, Kristen Stewart, because she quickly got into some grittier roles after the Twilight series.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. For this episodes this episodes discussion I'm uh, kind of like over the years we have kind of touched upon this this type of stuff but never to this degree I believe it was last episode or maybe the one before that when you had brought up Carrie King's armband his nail band I believe yes that they called it and yeah studs and all that have and leather and all that leather armbands and all that that's 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 always been a part of metal ever since like Rob Halford went into the, the first Judas or the, that one Jud that that one faithful Judas police rehearsal when he walked in and said hey guys check out what I just bought okay ever since then studs and leather have been a part of metal. What Kerry King brought out with his nail band, though, uh, it was a whole new ballgame. Okay. And this is something that was uniquely him. And it was was legendary. For sure. Legendary. When you see that, and now other people, other artists have copied it over, over the years, okay... When, but when you see when you see that, no matter who's doing it, whether it's King or the numerous—I don't want to say imitators, but the numerous artists that he's he's influenced—you still know that as Carrie King's Nail Band. God, I wish he gave it a name. You know, you know. I guess I wish he had had patented a name and just over over the years, like we kind of had a name for it. Well, when you brought that up. That got the engines going in my brain, and I thought, you know what? There's other bands too that kind of have their own gimmick, for the lack of a better term. And I'm going to use that because I'm—it's a pro wrestling expression more than anything else. And uh, i th- i th- I think it I think it kind of fit. There's a number of these, quote unquote gimmicks that we can attribute solely to that one individual. Now, you th- you would think, okay, like Kiss, King Diamond, they have the face paint. Yeah. Okay? They, they have the war paint or whatever, you, the corpse paint, whatever you want to call it. It's now maybe in the 70s and then into the 80s, these two artists would have fit into tonight's conversation because they were pretty much the only ones doing it. Yeah. King Diamond stood out.
0: But, you know, it's funny, though. Like, both of those artists, if you look at their makeup and you don't put it on a face, but let's just say you just draw it out, it's iconic enough that you're going to be like, oh, that's King Diamond. Oh, that's Gene Simmons. Oh, that's Paul Stanley. Definitely. You know, you're Definitely. you're gonna see it and recognize it <clears throat> without having to see the band logo, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: For sure, for sure. And it's been often imitated, never duplicated, you know, shall shall we say. I'm still kind of it's still kind of gnaws at me that I I don't even know whatever happened to this, but when Gene Simmons was it a cease and desist or he tried suing King Diamond for for his... It wasn't the original King Diamond makeup with the black and the white and the upside down cross on the forehead. It was the makeup, I want to say, from the third King Diamond record, Them, because he changed up the makeup. And, and Gene is like, okay, this, this was kind of way too way too close did you did you see that
0: oh no i remember it i I remember that because i remember seeing the makeup and be like oh yeah like come on that's essentially gene simmons
2: i didn't see it and i still kind of don't yeah
0: (laughs) okay yeah but i mean remember gene's also you defend everything
2: yeah and he's he's yeah it's he's he's done everything like like i'll never forget when ronnie james dio on the the headbangers journey movie (laughs) talking to sam sam done there he's like well you know that's just gene he you know he invented air and shoes and (laughs) and it's like it's like yeah 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 i'm glad i'm glad he had a good sense of Humor over that but that's kind of not what we want to talk about that but I'm sure though we did have to mention that because just in terms of gimmicks I I think KISS is one of those starting points one of those launch pads you know it, it works so well for them let's see what we can come up with and just over the years you have these different gimmicks Okay, that kind of only worked for one artist and kind of made you, when you saw it, it made you think of that particular artist. And immediately, one of the things that sprung to mind was Quiet Riot's uh, Candy Stripe Mic Stand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd honestly even go as far as say the um, Iron Mask for Quiet. The Riot. Iron
2: Mask from uh, from Mental Health and Condition Critical. Yeah, because if you yeah, see yeah.
0: that, you're going to think of Quiet Riot.
2: Definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost it, it it's almost like um, the mask. Okay, was almost was like we if we've had a discussion before about mascots. I'm sure we probably even mentioned the mask because not only does that work as a gimmick, but it worked as a mascot as oh, well. Yeah. Like, like when you see it, you know. Yeah. And with the mic stand, Quiet Riot, I always say, um, is my first real concert because it was my first hard rock or, or, or heavy metal concert. I had seen a, a couple of regular rock and pop co- concerts before that. The first thing I saw, though, when Quiet Riot came on was the mic stand. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Dubrow swinging it around and holding it in his teeth and uh, and all that. It's like, wow. Okay, and this was kind of at it. This was the condition critical era. And by then, okay, a lot of fans had kind of given up on quiet ride there was more white snake and kickaxe t-shirts the support acts being being purchased and and all that like quiet right it just like fans just they love the metal health record yeah okay but then they just kind of see and while condition critical did go platinum it they it was still considered a dud yeah kind of, so funny. weird to think about that yeah You know, but not Snowy. Snowy was front row center, and I was just loving everything Dubrow was doing. I was loving every song, and I was digging the mic stand. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. You've seen Cannibal Corpse in concert uh, by now.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw them in the early 90s.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, that's. Yeah, that would have been when. George Fisher, Corpse Grinder, had joined. No. Then. No, it was before Fisher, no. I'm pretty sure. Oh, this, okay, yeah, I guess Um, Chris, Chris Barnes was. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was definitely the Chris so. Barnes
2: era. Okay, yeah, I've definitely seen um, Fisher more. You know what, I don't even think. First time Cannibal came here was post-Barnes. Really? Now that now that I think about it yeah oh, yeah so I've only seen I've only seen cannibal with with Mr corpsegrinder who has <clears throat> who has a solo record out now I believe um available on Perseverance music which is Jamie Jasta from Hatebreed his his record label and all that I've yet to give the corpse grinder solo record. A uh, a spin. I should definitely do that. Um, this guy is a living gimmick, okay? Like they, okay. The Metalocalypse. Do you have you ever seen that? Like yeah. I haven't seen too many episodes, but you know what I speak. Oh yeah, what I haven't seen the, a lot of either, their but... characters. Yeah. Was based on Fisher, on 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 Corpse Grinder.
0: Oh, really? Which one?
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know the the guy that looks like George. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's that's the best I can do because we didn't really get Metalocalypse up here on any channels and all that. I imagine they're available on DVD. I don't know. I haven't seen it on any streaming services or whatnot. But um, yeah, with Mister Corpse Grinder, okay. The neck. The guy's neck. Yeah. That's a really (laughs) good point. Yeah, Like that. And you might be thinking like, well, what? He's just got his his head banging and all that. Yeah, but no one else in the history of heavy metal music has put so much attention on someone's neck than on him. (laughs) You know, everyone, everyone, oh, that guy's got great hair or anything the only other person
0: with a neck like that was henry rollins
2: and king kong bundy
0: (laughs) (laughs) he did he
2: he, he did for sure for sure and i've often said that george is like dude if you've never made it or chose not to go into music or whatever he uh he could have been a pro wrestler yeah with with the proper training like he he just looks like he could have been a great wrestler from the territory days. I want to say horns up and congratulations to George and his lovely wife who have been together now 33 years. Oh, has gone. Yeah, yeah, they have two beautiful kids and like every time he's, he's he Goes out of his way to talk about his amazing family and how long, how just his wife has just been there for him through everything, and I totally understand that because I've been with Mrs. Snowy for thirty three years now. In my this is she's basically my one and only relationship. On top of that, we we got together in high school, and thirty three years later, we're we're still together. So when Recently, I read an interview with Mister Corpse Grinder, and he put his wife over like like that. I was just, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Congratulations! Like, in this world, in the music world, for a marriage to last like that is 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 a rarity. It really is.
0: Yeah, and she's got to be something. Um... Because, you know, 33 years, they would have been together long before he joined Cannibal Corpse. Yeah.
2: yeah, even, I think he, in the same interview, I think he said they got together even before um, Angel Corpse. No, Monstrosity. Yeah. What am I thinking? Angel Corpse, jeez.
0: Yeah, so I mean, she's got some tolerance. You know.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, and so does Mrs. Snow, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. You definitely need Okay, now for the first time I actually like my hair. Okay, I'm kind of losing it on top and because of that, like I have naturally curly hair. Okay, like if I actually embrace the pep the 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 preppy conformist lifestyle of the 80s with my naturally blonde curly hair, like I would have been swimming in cheerleaders. I'm, okay, I probably said this this on the show, but the like, chances are, but that wasn't who I was. I stood to my guns, and this is who I am. And I'm I'm glad that I am what I am. Yeah, I, I am what I am.
0: I am I, what I am, and that's all that I am.
2: All that I am. So I have absolutely no regrets on that. But now, fast forward all these years later, I'm starting to lose a little, a bit on top. Which every time that Mrs. Snowy points out how I'm balding on top, I always say to her, yeah, and why do you think that is? Well, why do you think guy's hair always falls out first? Because he gets married. <laughs> and she's like, ah, you're such an asshole. Yeah. I'm sure, that goes over real well. <laughs> yeah, it goes over really well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of losing it a bit on top. And because of that, my hair is now growing down for the most part as opposed to out. And so the first time, like ever, I actually like the hair I got going on on my head. And I'm starting to notice and I'm starting to fully understand and appreciate when women with long hair. Okay. Okay. The trials and tribulations that they go through with it, you know having having to deal with it doing the just with washing and detangling and conditioning and all that because mrs. snowy's her hair is now going down to her butt, okay, so I see what it's like, okay with that in mind, imagine having Brian Fair, the vocalist of Shadows Fall, imagine having his hair—the the long dreads that yeah. go down to his ankles. <laughs> I imagine—I I imagine they're still there. I haven't seen Shadows Fall has actually kind of fallen off the face of the earth for a while. I haven't seen anything that's that's going on. I'm gonna have to look them up because big fan, fantastic band. guy got, got all their records. Saw them once when they came through town, didn't get a chance to interview them. That's too bad. But hopefully, they'll, you know, they'll be on the comeback trail with something soon. But the thing that fair is always going to be known for is that massive long hair. (laughs) Like just trying to take care of that must be just brutal. Yeah. (laughs) you know because it's not not only it's long but it's dreads you know and And to just to see see him headbanging on stage and swinging it around and all that like that must get deadly that must get dangerous
0: I don't understand
2: how to take care of dreads I, I,
0: I don't understand how any of that works so not at all yeah yeah, it's gonna be rough.
2: I remember though the first time I saw Fair's hair. Oh, that rhymes. That works. <laughs> like, just saying, did you do that? that on purpose? Yeah, no, no, that just that just kinda hit me. That look look at how the look at how well that works and all that. There is some hillbilly singer when we were a kid, um, Crystal Gale. Yes. Do you remember her? Yeah. Okay. What was her what was she known for? Dolly Parton was known for her big boobs. What was Crystal Gale known for? I honestly don't know. Her I, hair I, her hair went down to her ankles as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's coming back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Dolly Parton thing, did I tell you that my mom had Dolly Parton chocolate molds that mm. were basically a bust and pun intended. Of Dolly Parton? Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. No, that sounds really cool.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. My 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 mom, um, my mom was really into like just candy making cakes, all this sort of stuff. And of course, you know, in the 80s, and that was the thing, all the guys loved um Dolly Parton. So she found these molds and would make Dolly Parton um lollipops. But because, you know, they were of her bust. It took so much chocolate, she would put in Rice Krispies to like, you know, fill it. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you know, it was just going to be this this rock of chocolate. So, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: but for,
0: for anybody who thinks that my mother had to suffer it, the sexism of the 80s, um, you'll know by the 90s, she was uh, making chocolate penises on lollipop sticks so
2: mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. there's yes. always
0: equal opportunity
2: going on there yeah, yeah yeah mrs snowy has brought those home too look what i found and all that. i'm like yeah that's nice i'm i, I oh. don't you're you you can have them you don't worry. you you don't have to share your chocolate with me It's okay.
0: Well, I'm just going to share this story. Because, again, I think I I mentioned that my mom and I have a different relationship than most. And, you know, we can talk about anything. (laughs) And I guess the girls in her office wanted something like this. Because they had seen them somewhere. My mom's like, well, I'm sure I can make it. I just need to find the mold. So she comes home one day after work. She's like, hey, where would I find penis chocolate molds? You know. And,
2: and like I'm supposed to know. Well,
0: the thing is, without missing a beat, I'm like, well, I don't think they're chocolate molds, but I know they have um, silicone penis ice cube trays at the adult bookstore right down from your office. Ah. And she's like, oh, great idea. <laughs> and so you know that that's that's where she went, and Why you know, not? and they were a big hit. And for Christmas, she put wreaths on the balls.
2: Of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's <laughs> very course, festive that course. way. Um, no, your mom is in in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. One, I have to meet your mom. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I have to. You've told me so many great stories about her, and it's just someone. I, I have to share a bottle of 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 Jack with her. I gotta. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like she's. Going, she's a lot of fun, really, really, for sure, for sure. Kind of before we get on with um tonight's indie spotlight, which I'm really stoked to uh bring to you tonight. When you think of gimmicks in the hard rock world and all that, yeah, Kiss had their own thing, but man, the ZZ top guys, the beards. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they made a career off off of that and now lots of lots of bands have big beard like metal bands now but oh. nobody
0: has the ZZ time yeah
2: beard. no yeah. yeah off often imitated never duplicated yeah yeah for sure they even got to the point where I think I mentioned this on the show before, but Gillette offered the band like a million dollars to shave their beard. For a <laughs> i never heard
0: that. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Apparently Gillette had offered yeah. them a million dollars to shave their beard for a a razor commercial. And they told them to go pound sand.
0: Yes, I'm was it.
2: Which, which I would have too, because we're going to make more than a million dollars, or we have, you know, courtesy of these awesome beards. Of course yeah. their music had something to do with it too. Well yeah. But like because like if it just had if it was just the one, like if it was just um Gibbons, Billy Gibbons with the beard, yeah, okay. But there was two of them with the yeah. same kind of beard. And it's like, okay, we're on to something. And of course the drummer <laughs> Who's named Beard Whose name beard had no beard? Yeah,
0: that was the best part. Frank Beard had no beard.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
0: that's like the old hair Schmidt has no hair joke. You know, (laughs)
2: that's right. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah. So so.
0: I got one more along this, and it it's kind of it, it. I I don't know. It's it. I feel like it's kind of on the fringe, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say Dimebag Daryl's guitar.
2: Um, uh, which
0: so oh. it is. It it's it's a Dean ML, um, and it's basically if you took an Explorer and a Flying V and combined them into a single guitar, it kind of looks like an X. Some people would say. Um. Oh, okay. I owned owned one of the Washburn ones for a while, and um I still miss that guitar. But I, the reason I say that is because um well you know Matt Heafy of Trivium,
2: right? Of course, yeah.
0: So um it, currently like he's I think he's like a Les Paul player, but um when when they were still up and coming is when Bag died, and so he jumped on stage and he played um. I think I think Rita actually got him like dimes, one of Dime's actual guitars, and so then he started playing those for a little bit. But everyone just kept saying, "Oh, you're playing the Dimebag guitar," and, ah. and, and that's the thing is like that guitar shape is so distinctive, right? Nobody else plays it. Sure, other people have played it, but everybody associates it with Dimebag Daryl.
2: Oh, for sure. You
0: know, and and it's one of those things where you you can't play that and uh, not have somebody be like, "Oh, you're playing Dime's guitar," you know. Mm-hmm. E- even if it's not not the same color, none of that stuff, you're gonna look at it and be like, "Oh yeah, it's a dime bag. Oh, it's good," you know. So oh, um, yeah, because no, it's just there's a, yeah.
2: There's a, there's a number of guitarists just over the years that have had their signature look on their their guitar randy rhodes had the polka dot the polka spot.
0: dots yeah. Is, yeah yeah if you do do polka dots you're copying randy absolutely.
2: oh you are you are and of course yeah. eddie eddie van halen the stripes yes that's yeah. a very good point like these are yeah you're absolutely right i didn't even think of didn't even think of these unique guitars that you know are you know just those those individuals yeah, that, that, that that kind of make up who they are.
0: Gene Simmons and the Axe Base.
2: Yeah, the Axe Base, that's right. For sure, for sure. And I don't know if anyone really ah, um the bases for Kickaxe had that double had an axe base as well. But yeah, he just wasn't as obviously, obviously wasn't as widely known as Kiss and you know, we probably got that idea from him as well. So oh,
0: and I'm sure Gene sent him a cease and desist.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Are you breathing? Okay. You better... <laughs> I I invented air. Damn it. Yeah, I invented that. Though well since you were since since you brought up Dime Bag, the yeah. one and only time I met either of the brothers. I'm just gonna kind of mention this because um, yesterday was what well, would have been Vinny's birthday. Yeah. Yes, as, as as we speak, and when I saw that, it just it just kind of took me back to the one and only time that I had met either of the brothers, and it, it wasn't an interview, it wasn't anything like that. It was just a quick it was a quick meet meet and greet at a show at the up, Uproar Festival for Hell Yeah, when, when when they came through town. And I'll never forget saying hello, shaking the man's hand, and he immediately got taken with my Winnipeg Jets uh, jersey. Oh, my, rock on. My, my, my hoodie. Because yeah. it was red. It was a homemade Jets jersey. Uh, okay, that was red. Now, j- j- the Jets are 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 white and blue yeah okay okay well i had a red one because i made it myself and he's like man that's a jets that that, that's a jets jersey and it's red that's so that's awesome you know it's like yeah and then as he's saying this i remembered oh yeah that's right he's a huge hockey he's a
0: big hockey mark
2: Yeah, yeah he he loves you said mark awesome
0: well, yeah. uh, you've trained me well.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He was a big fan of the Dallas Stars. Yeah, yeah, and all that. So yeah, I'll always, I'll always have you know that 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 quick moment that I had with him. That's awesome, dude. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of all these classic bands, let's get into uh, an, an an underground classic band, shall we say that uh. still. Alive and kicking and doing it today. Volcano from uh, Brazil. The same era of the mid-80s that gave us Sepultura, that gave us Sarcophago, that gave us Overdose, that gave us all of those amazing Brazilian thrash bands. And Volcano were right in the middle of it. Earlier this year, new record stone orange available now great stuff great stuff let's go with the first single trigger of violence There's some classic hardcore as well from that aforementioned government issue EP, Make an Effort, that is Teenager in a Box, and we can't put tonight's indie spotlight band in a box because, um, hey, I, uh, I think I picked a really good one.
1: We're always on the lookout for fresh, new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight.
2: Available today, when you are hearing this for the first time, March 18th. Vancouver, by the way of Calgary and excellent excellent new uh modern thrash band Hyperia, their latest release, their latest release silhouettes of horror available now, and when this record came across my desk, dude, all I had to do was give one song a quick spin, and I knew. I knew we had to tap them for tonight's Indie Spotlight, so without further ado, let's introduce everyone to Canada Thrashers Hyperia with Operation Midnight. ...to the band camps... metal.bandcamp.com, ...and of course on the face spaces... ...facebook.com... ...slash Hyperia Band... ...official... ...to get all of the goodness... ...on this awesome new band... ...and this is going to be one of those bands... ...dude... ...that we're going to put them on the map... ...quote unquote... <laughs> <laughs> shall, ...shall we say... Because it's going to be one of those bands that we've played that have gone on to get some sort of record contract because they definitely deserve it. Well, my friend, we survived another week.
0: Hashtag truth.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before we get on out of there, out of here, because it is time to bring bring this crazy train. In to the station. Available now. A new Druid Lord record, dude. Relics of the Dead. Is out and about. Definitely a record. We're going to want to. uh, Get a hold of. And. um, This track. We're going to play 13 Days of Death. We're going to. Dedicate it to. And give a shout out to. Our former co-hostess Corrine, because she was the one that actually brought this band to our our attention. And then I was kind of like, oh, well, they're on Hells. Why didn't I know this band before? Well, thank you, Corrine. Not only do we want to say thank you and horns up to Corrine, earlier this week as well was International Women's Day. So we want to uh, say hello and horns up. To our former co-hostesses, Sky and Elizabeth as well. Thank you so much for everything that they did on the show. And of course, ladies, while we may not be able to talk as much as we have in the past, just know you are still in our hearts and on our minds Forever. How can uh, people get a hold of us?
0: Well, dear snowman, uh before we talk about that, I was actually chatting with Corrine this week. Hmm. Um, because she is a chess player. Yes. And a ranked chess player. Yes. And uh, my son and daughter um, are involved in their chess club at school and they kind of helping start it. Oh. And so we we're talking about that a little bit. But yeah, yeah, Corrine, you know, when you say International Women's Day, she's also internationally ranked, I believe. Um, she was at the, the Vegas Open not too long ago for chess.
2: Right on. That's she's, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Quite a player, Corrine is. And I do mm-hmm. mean in the chess sense, all you perverts. But <laughs> uh, people can find us, org. That's where all the episodes are. That's what the back catalog is. Go check it out. Check out the great interviews, the great tunes, and just discover put it up check out at rad metal 666 for instagram and twitter that's where we like to post pictures and things i posted a birthday picture for suzanne today mm-hmm. um and then hopefully snow will get the pictures of the salisbury's up because that'll be a hoot and holler
2: it is it is you're gonna love it
0: you know i, I yeah i want to see those for sure um facebook.com slash rad that's our social page there and then, of course, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, pretty much anywhere podcasts are distributed. You'll find us, including Spotify. Thanks to the fine folks at Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com, whole host of wrestling and lifestyle podcasts. There's even a podcast with a host that sounds just like Snowy. Yeah.
2: A good wrestling look. night
0: in Canada.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, that's one of the things that's going to make this weekend so awesome for me. Last night, we took in the Batman movie. Tonight, you and I were hanging out. We're doing this. First show back for Ninja Cat. is coming to town. And then the next day, we're recording Wrestling Night in Canada. So, the next episode. So going to be a fun weekend, and so thank you, um, everyone, for uh, being a part of it and for allowing us to be a part of your evening, your weekend. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been uh, a gimmicky episode of Radioactive Metal. Uh, I'm Snowy White.
0: And this is Aaron.
2: Signing off.